Hey, what's going on? This is Matt Bowman, and this is Matt Bowman is Bothered, and I have just received some shocking news, um, breaking news, actually, and this is something that has shattered my universe. It has made me reconsider all of the things that I thought I knew. I... I mean, it is it has questioned my sense of reality. It has it has really flipped everything on its head. What is what I thought was good is now bad. What is what was bad is now good. I uh, the poles of the earth have reversed. I I true this is truly shocking news that has just come across my desk here and that is that I I have just found out that um, Tom Sandoval is a douche. Now, that to me is shocking. That I was not expecting. I was really not expecting that this guy was in any way a dick. Um, I really, I don't know. I think this might be a hit piece. I think this might be planted. Because I just can't see any way that this guy is a douche. There, that that is just groundbreaking news to me. Like I was, I was under the impression that Tom Sandoval was running many Los Angeles-based soup kitchens for the poor. That's the Tom Sandoval that I was aware. I I thought that that Tom Sandoval was managing multiple soup kitchens for the underprivileged in his in his community. I I look I looked at Tom Sandoval as a man of integrity and a man that was never I mean you look at the guy and you're like that's a guy who is probably incredibly generous with his time with his finances, with just what he decides to spend his life doing, it I was convinced that it just had an underlying message of humanitarianism, I think. Um, he just, I mean, I'm, I gotta be honest, folks, I am really struggling um, to even find the words to describe how just shocked I am again by this development that that it turns out that that Thomas Sandoval is in fact not a great person. I don't I don't think anyone could have seen that. I don't think that there was I don't think there was any evidence that he was in any way not going to be nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. If I'm honest, I have I have observed this man for the past several months since my girlfriend has gotten me involved in this show. And from everything that I have seen, they they are attacking this man's character. Because again, this was a man who was, as far as I could tell, was on the cusp, on the cutting edge of receiving the Nobel Peace Prize. And the the fucking there's no other way to set the mainstream media 
is just attacking this guy and lambasting him for being um for cheating on his longtime girlfriend uh Ariana whatever her last name is and I I again got disappointed and shocked don't fully cover exactly what I'm feeling right now I feel I feel personally betrayed because again as far as I was as far as I was concerned as far as I knew and as well as I could perceive people this man looked like he was just I I like to I, you guys might have called him Tom Sandoval I called him the American Pope. Just, th like, the epitome. Idealistic integrity, I think, is the way that I would have described this man. And I... You just... You run out of... You run out of words to describe the the feeling of shock... Shockingness. Of shocked... Shocked and oddness that that I am feeling right now. I mean, this is, this blows, like, this blows the Ukraine war out of the water. Um, potentially poor choice of words there. This, I mean, this pale, I mean, everything else pales in comparison. I mean, like, last week, like, I, I mean, it's just shocking news after shocking news. Like, last week it was that uh, Harry and Meghan would concoct um, a bullshit story to get themselves back in the public eye. That was shocking because they looked like on the surface to be just such respectable people who truly cared um, about equality and didn't want themselves to be in the limelight at all. Um, th but then just they, 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 they shattered my universe then. My universe has been shattered again with this just bombshell news after watching the first of the reunion episodes for Vanderpump Rules, that Tom Sandoval is a douche. I, I cannot tell, like, I, it might sound like I'm being facetious. I am not. I am in zero sense of the word being in any way sarcastic. I was of the opinion, and I believe that the majority of us would agree with me, that Thomas Sandoval was just an upstanding citizen. I had it on good authority that he was actually planning on sponsoring the country of Botswana. That was actually a rumor that I had heard. Some people were like, oh, I think that I've heard that, uh, that Tom... Tom and Raquel have been hooking up for, for months, maybe like even a year. But that's not what I heard. I didn't hear that at all. I heard that Tom Sandoval was personally going to fund and donate a large chunk of his pretty mediocre self-worth, net worth, excuse me, to the country of Botswana. That was, that was the rumor that I had heard in the rumor mill. And I am just beside myself thinking that this man could actually be kind of a dickhole. I mean, they're saying, which 
how do you even how do you even know what to believe these days, folks? I mean, you everything you read is just like, well, is this true? Who could? What is the history of this individual? They're like, like they're pretending that Tom has a history of infidelity. I mean, who hasn't? You know, if you haven't, then you're the loser. You know? Like, the story that they want you to believe is that Tom Sandoval, again, this guy, was somehow not an upstanding man of integrity who believed in Jesus Christ of the Latter-day Saints. And was planning on raising his kids um, in such an upstanding, just God-fearing fashion. They want you to believe that that guy was capable of cheating on his longtime girlfriend, essentially wife. I just, I cannot believe that that would happen, that he would do that. I, di I didn't think he would do that to me. I didn't think that he would do it to me because I considered Tom a friend. I considered him, um, sometimes I'd call him Tomas and we would giggle like, oh, I'm not Hispanic. Maybe he is. But again, he's, I wouldn't be surprised if he kept that from me because apparently I don't know this man at all. I, you think you know a guy. You think you know a guy, and it turns out that he is just a cheating whore. Like, apparently, he is an incredibly narcissistic, self-centered, egotistical dickwad. And I just, I just don't think I, anybody could have seen that coming. I really don't know how it would have been possible for anyone to have actually seen that coming. I mean, if you had the if you had the Hubble space telescope pointed at that restaurant that Tom worked at, that I can't remember the name of it because I am a huge fan of this show. If you had the Hubble space telescope pointed at that restaurant at Tom Sandoval's life. I can't see how you could have ever picked up on that. I don't think he was ever... There's never been rumors of him um, cheating on anyone in the past. Um, certainly, certainly, he does not present himself as someone who is capable of such just absolute just debauchery. I... I truly am shocked. Truly am shocked. I think this is a dark day for the country um, and a dark day for, for humanity because, uh, damn it, if Tom Sandoval is a douche, who's safe? Who is safe? That is my question to you, the American people, that if Thomas Sandoval is in fact... A douche muncher. Some of you might prefer to say butt muncher. That applies as well. 
if he is a dick, what's next? Jeffrey Epstein was actually guilty? Like, what? that's what I'm going to have to believe now. I'm going to have to believe that Jeffrey Epstein was actually guilty? Come on, dude. That is, that is what I would call a bridge over the river Kwai too far. That is just, that's just what I'm thinking personally. That if Tom Sandoval is actually a douche, as has been reported, I'm not sure what to do about that. Because I don't know how to interact with normal people on an everyday basis if I can not read people the way that I thought I could. It is truly, truly a dark day for you and for me. So yeah, um, breaking news. That was actually more like 007. Tom Sandoval is a dick. Oops. Turns out that guy sucks. It's a shame we couldn't have seen it coming. All right. Anyways, um, I just got done watching the English Championship Playoff Final. Now, for those of you that are dorks and don't know what that is the english system of football soccer get fucked i don't care if you think of it one way it's football okay good that's fine it's actually soccer you british uh shut up whatever it is it doesn't matter the game shut up watch the game it's a great fucking time i don't care what you call it call it fanny craddock i don't give a shit so the way that the British system is set up is that there are um, multiple leagues and at the, at the end of the season, the top two teams in that league get promoted to the league above them and so on and so forth. And then the, the four teams that finish after that, so the team that finished third, fourth, fifth, and sixth, they go into a playoff um, to decide who that third team that gets promoted is. And today was the championship playoff final between Coventry City and... Luton Town. Now, both of these teams had a pretty crazy journeys. Pretty, like, they both had terrible ownership and have fallen down the fucking thing or whatever. And, yeah, I don't know. It was, uh, it was, it was kind of like, you're just like, oh, who do we want to win? The little guy. They're both little guys. Fuck. But uh, Luton Town ended up winning, spoiler, um, ended up winning on penalties. They won 6-5 on penalties, 1-1 after normal and extra time. And I, it, it was pretty, it was tough watching somebody miss a penalty that would have kept them, kept the dream alive. Um, I, I have no desire to ever in my fucking life take a penalty because it can almost only be bad. Like, yes, if you make it cool, that's, that's amazing. What a feeling, but just the risk to reward ratio way out of whack for a guy like me, for a guy like me, I'll stick to the couch. I would love to sit right on the couch right over there and hurl what I believe to be constructive criticism at a television to gentlemen playing a sport that I could never compete in thousands of miles away 
um, well, where they have no idea that I even exist. That is the kind of bubble that I would like to operate in. Um, and I think that was on full display during this match because this guy steps up and it was very, it was kind of, it was funny originally because like the, the last penalty taker steps up, he has to make it to extend the penalty shootout. If he misses, they lose the game. But like as he's walking up, the ref, not the ref, the commentator is just like, oh, he, he looks like a bag of nerves. This guy, this guy looks like he's like, he, he doesn't want to, he's not going to make this at all. And I was like, Jesus, dude, like really letting him have it before he even has a chance to fucking express himself. Um, but you know what? Bang on. They freaking nailed it. That that guy, I mean, he just blasted it over the bar. I mean, he just, boop. I mean, I, the rumors that are coming out of London, out of Wembley Stadium, is that that ball still has not hit the ground. There are rumors that that ball that he hit missed the goal so badly, it has actually been classified by NASA as a satellite. It's It was pretty wild. Um, but then, like, he just feels just so bad. And you know what? Maybe good. I don't know. I don't want the pressure, and I don't want to do it. But, man, if you want to do it, and it doesn't work out, you probably should feel sad. I don't know. Like, I don't... Like, the, the, the teammates, they come over, and they're always just like, dude, it's okay. Like, it's very funny that, like, fucking they'll hold whoever is upset like a fucking babe like like this like they'll do this hold like with the head and the, the arm it's very intimate um but they'll be like hey it's okay man actually it's not okay it was a this was actually a really important game and the fact that you missed really fucks us that actually fucking sucks because f again for those of you who are dorks um, the, the championship playoff final, um, that just happened today was, is called the richest game in football or the richest game in sports, because as a team that gets promoted from the championship up to the Premier League, there is such an addition of, um, finances and just money that comes into play. It is incredibly important to qualify and get promoted to the, uh, to get to the Premier League. I think it's like a hundred or a hundred and sometimes even like a hundred and fifty million dollar difference. I was watching a video last night that basically just like the average club or something is making like the average club in the championship is making something like six to seven million dollars in profit, six to ten, something like that. And then the average club in the Premier League is making like fifty to seventy million dollars in profit. So, like, just a fucking chasm of difference between being in the Prem and being in the championship. And so, yeah, when that guy missed, it's just like, hey, man, it's all right. But fucking actually, dude, no, it's not. Like, it, this is a big deal, and we kind of blew it because of, because of you. And that's stinky. Stinky. If you can tell me where that's from. We could probably hang out in real life. Um, so, yeah, it was a really fun time to watch that, and uh, it was good preparation for the uh, the Champions League, excuse me, not the Champions League, the FA Cup final that is next Saturday, where Manchester United plays Manchester City in the FA Cup final, and I hope the citizens grrrt fucked. 
I hope they fucked. I hope they get fucked. Um, I'm not, I don't know how confident I am per se. Um, because again, I, I don't, I don't know. I was confident that Tom Sandoval was a good guy and I was kind of confident that Manchester United could get something from that game. But who knows now, man, I just, that just, he shattered every perception that I've ever had. Um, but yeah, that that is next that is next Saturday, and I'm gonna be very excited to uh, to observe that. And my siblings are coming into town. Isn't that gonna be cool? Isn't that cool that my siblings are gonna be here? Oh no, what happened? Oh, sounds. There we go. Oh, that was annoying. Hey, there we go. Apologies for that shit. I thought I nailed it, but I didn't. I was kind of like that guy who missed the penalty for Coventry. I thought I had it, but then, whoo, boy, didn't I not have it. I did not done bad habit. Dag Flabbit didn't have it. Dag Flabbit didn't have it. Dude, I'm going to fucking start saying that. Dag Flabbit didn't have it. That's going to be great. I'm going to start using that all the fucking time. Just like, I don't know. I I I'm I'm on stage. A joke just just eats a dick. I'm just Dag Flabbit thought I had it. Or what did I say? Dag Flabbit didn't have it. Just every time a joke bombs, just Dag Flabbit didn't have it. Change the type of uh the accent that I have. Dag Flabbit didn't have it. Dag Flabbit didn't have it. Birdum, 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 birdum. Dude, I don't know what the fuck just happened. Like, I think I blacked out for like the past minute and a half because that was insane. Um, Dag Flabbit thought I had it. Dag Flabbit didn't have it. Uh, so yeah, congrats to Luton Town. What a fucking insane rise that they've had. They were playing in the fifth tier, so non-league football. So the top four leagues in England are the best and then the fifth one is kind of shitty and then the rest are not even professionals um which is hilarious by the way like can we talk about that there's no system like that in the United States and that's fucking crazy that like there are teams there are like semi-professional soccer teams in England that's hilarious that like you turn up on a Saturday to play guys and they could they cut your lawn the day before she's like oh that guy over there that's my fucking dentist I don't know if I want I don't know if I want know if I want my dentist spending his free time trying to put a ball in a goal I don't know if that's the best use of a medical degree but I don't know what's going on over there in England um to be fair, it doesn't seem like many of their dentists are using their medical degrees, given the atrocious state of the chompers in that country, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, so yeah, congrats to Luton Town. They were in the fifth tier nine years ago, and they've gone... They've So they were in the fifth tier, got promoted, got promoted, got promoted, and are now in the Premier League. That is insane. That would be like, I don't know, if like the fucking Dayton Dragons won the World Series. Like, it's not even... It's it's insane. There's no American equivalent because, like, they're just... The systems are so different. 
but it it was legitimately insane that that they that they were able to get promoted. Their stadium is freaking hilarious, frick frap fnog hilarious. Um, where they uh, yeah, they their stadium is hilarious because like people have posted videos online of like the. It's basically like going up like a fire escape. Some of these stairs, like if you're ever, if you've ever been in like a big city or like New York, and you see like like fire escapes on the front of buildings, and you're like, that looks like it's being held on by just Christ's will. Yeah, that is those the stairs to that stadium, and like people are like walking up it. It's like only it's only like two and a half flights of stairs. Like it's barely it wouldn't even get up to my apartment here. The stairs aren't high enough, and. People are like walking up and they literally turn the camera like this way is the stadium and then they turn this way and there's like literally just like a dude with no shirt just like laying in his backyard just like sunbathing in his backyard. That's how fucking close the stadium is to like other places. It's hilarious. Go check it out. Google it. Take a look on the internet for yourself and see how it is. See how you like it. But yeah, congrats to them. An incredible story. Hopefully there's a movie or a documentary or fucking something. Everybody thinks that they need to have a soccer documentary now. They don't. They, I promise you, you they don't. Like a, a fucking like Apple TV has one right now that's just like, because everybody's just trying to be Wrexham. Like everybody's trying to be Wrexham. Um, they saw, they're like, oh, that's cool. Let's do that here for money. Like, and I like the Wrexham story. I like the Re the Wrexham documentary is incredible. What like those Ryan um, Reynolds and Rob McElhone, what they're doing is great. I love that. I'm very happy for them. But like that just like, because no one has any originality whatsoever, people will just see something that works and then just be like, oh, well, let's just make kind of a shitty version of that and cash in while the iron's hot. And like, because Apple TV has one right now where it's just like, uh, Natalie Portman, which rough start for your headline. I mean, she's cool and very attractive, but just like haven't heard from her in about 13 years. Um, but she, she, I guess, like I just saw the trailer for it. She like bought or is somehow involved with or a spokesperson of like some uh, women's soccer team in like Los Angeles or something. And they're trying to be like, well, we started from the bottom and now we're just, we're just really clawing and fighting and like, no, sorry, don't care. Um, plenty of really good stories out there. Not sure if that's one of them. Really don't care, uh, about that. But maybe, maybe you do, and maybe you're like, Matt, I like it, and it's a fun time. Good bully for you. I think it categorically doesn't need to exist. But that's just me, and I have hard opinions about things that don't matter. So, it's up to you. Watch it if you like, but I think it stinks. Okay. What else do I got to say before I get out of here? Uh, Sam and I were having this discussion the other night. We were kind of just like flipping through. We were a little bit high and we were just flipping through like, um, trailers for things. Like I think it was, I think we were on HBO, um, which real quick, I'm so sorry. I'm not, I'm going to get back to this. I promise. But can HBO figure itself the flip out? 
Good Christ, gentlemen. We've had fucking 17 rebrands in the span of five minutes. Can you figure it out? Now they insist on calling themselves Max? Dude, fucking just, why not? Call it Steve. Hey, here's our streaming service, HBO Steve. HBO Latrell coming at, like, what? stop it. Like, they, they were HBO, home box office, great name, love it, super cool. And then they started getting it, and then they were just like, HBO this and HBO that. And now their streaming service started out as HBO, and then it was HBO Go, and then it was HBO Now, which it's hilarious that they had two of those at the same time. There wasn't, like, Netflix and the Netflukes. Like, what the fuck are they doing? So they had that, and then they're like, okay, well, we can't have two things. That's insane. We got to separate those out or condense them actually, and then we've got to consolidate, and we make everything under one house, under one brand, under one name, under God. My fucking water. And they decided to then go with HBO Max. Okay, I actually like that name because it's one of the few streaming services that doesn't just take its own name and then slap a plus sign on the fucking back of it because that's annoying. Um, and so they said HBO Max. That's cool. Maybe could have said like HBO Ultra. I don't know. But then they were just like, hey, let's... People are too used to this name. People are too familiar with our product and our brand name. Let's change it again and they decided to change it again and i think that that is absolutely it, it just figure it out guys settle down pick a name and stay with it for the foreseeable future because if you do it again you look silly that's all i got to say so we were scrolling through max we were throwing we were scrolling through hbo steve and that we were just like looking at trailers for things, just like watching little trailers for shows and things. And they, uh, we, Sam showed me the trailer for the, not the original Degrassi, but the Degrassi, the next generation, uh, the one from like the early 2000s or whatever. And there was a, like, they were during the trailer, just like Drake came up, Jimmy Peoples or Jimmy Brooks or whatever the fuck his name is on the show. I've never seen it. But, like, he came up on screen, and he was just, like, 17 or 16 or whatever, and he just looks like an absolute buffoon. He looked like this, you know? And then I kind of, we paused it with him on screen, and I looked at Sam, and I was like, dude, if you would have told me in 2002 that this guy is going to be the coolest person on the earth, I'd have punched you in the taint. Like, I, I would have gone to town on your taint because that's... But this guy, fucking Drake. Like, everybody, obviously, it's now. He's Drake. He's a cool guy. He's a big... He sometimes texts people. He probably shouldn't be texting. But he's... But he's the coolest person on the planet, and he could not look like more of a douche. Not a douche, just more of a nerd. Just like this guy, the fucking nerdiest nerd nerd is now the coolest guy on the planet. That's bananas to me. Like, that you look at somebody and you're like, wow, you are going to... Because, like, some people that have, like, a, a weird... Like, oh, that was a rough time in their career. Or, like, they were childhood stars. or They were stars, you know? Like, they were big deals back then. And you'd be like, oh, I could see how they could just kind of, like, keep this consistency and, like, parlay this into, like, a bigger and better thing. Not that jerk. Not that dork. 
That guy, that guy looks like he should be handing out a mixtape in Times Square and then trying to get you to pay for it after he hands it to you. Like, he has no business being that guy. The way that he looked had no business being the coolest guy in the world. There's no need for that. It's quite insane. Quite insane. Um, but yeah, that's really, that's really all I had on that one. It's all I had on, on Drake. The fact that he is the coolest person after looking like that. I mean, how is that not a glow up when, I mean, he honestly, he did tell us, he said, started from the bottom. Now we hear yes, Drake. Absolutely. You started by looking like the kid that I would cheat off of in math and now have become the greatest recording artist of a generation. I don't know if we're talking about that. Nobody's talking about that. You know, nobody is talking about that. Except for me, because that's what I do here on this podcast is I, I'm a groundbreaker. I talk about the things that people don't want to talk about. Real tough issues like how Drake became cool and is Tom Sandoval actually a douche? I think because those are the hot button issues of our time. Um, not the war pick one of them, not that, not the housing market or jobs, none of that. Those are not, those aren't even issues, dude. I know how to solve those. Easy. You know how I would solve them? I'd fix them. Hey, Matt, how would you solve, how would you solve um, the, the problems in the United States? I'd, I'd probably just fix them. I'd probably just fix them, you know? Do you have any more details? Dude, I'd fix them fucking right now. I'd fix them tomorrow. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but that right there can fucking get you elected president. So who's laughing now? Jerks. I don't know. All right. I think I'm, uh, I think I'm going to be done for today. Uh, I got to get some other shit done. So thanks guys for tuning in. Uh, please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, fucking Spotify, listen to it, show it to your mom. Maybe she'll like it. I don't know. Probably not, but you can, who knows? Show it to, she's your mom. You know, your mom, if you think your mom would like it, share it with her. Uh, yeah, follow me on uh, everywhere at Matt Bowman Comedy. Subscribe to the YouTube, the frickin', um, yeah, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. Twitter is Bat Moment, B-A-T-T-M-O-W-M-A-N. Everything else is Matt Bowman Comedy. This has been uh, Matt Bowman is Bothered, and thank you guys so much for tuning in. I will see you next week. Bye.